Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, welcome to Hollywood Crime Scene mini episode. Hey. Hey. Uh, so I have a lot of stories that I think are going to be um, fun, but I'm going to get one little serious one out of the way first. And that is news broke today that Ghislaine Maxwell is suing Jeffrey Epstein's estate. Did you see this story? I did. Yeah. So she, if you don't remember, she's the former girlfriend and longtime associate associate of Jeffrey Epstein. Uh the pedo, the pedophile who pedo. killed him. <laughs> pedo? Pedo? Pedo. You say pedo? It's not you pedo? You pedo? Yeah, of course. <laughs> what the fuck, Debbie? Is that wrong? That's disgusting. I know. It sounds grosser. I like it. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, uh, so Gislaine. Yeah, as if we always say Gislaine correctly. <laughs> <laughs> so she's in the news again. Because she's suing the estate of Jeffrey Epstein um, for reimbursement of her legal fees that she's spending to defend herself against charges that she helped Jeffrey Epstein. That is brazen. That's pretty brazen, right? There's not like that much to this story, but I'm obviously, she is like one to watch in this case because I feel like she has to know everything. And I'm just wondering what it's going to take for her to fucking finally go there. Do you know what I mean? Like, Or to be accountable for her crimes for aiding this guy. Well, you have to wonder if she realizes that she could just fucking throw him completely under the bus in a way that makes her not culpable. Why doesn't she ask for immunity? Yeah. Maybe she is scared of being murdered. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's definitely interesting. And this case just seems like it's never going to end or be solved or like be like, you know what I mean? Because there's so many powerful people involved. Yeah. But also it was shocking to see her in the news because the big question on everyone's mind has been, where is Jizz Lane? Yeah. Where the fuck is she and why isn't she being questioned? So yeah, where is she? And it's, they must have zero evidence or maybe they're building a case and like, uh, that's possible too. Yeah. Okay. So this is a little bit of a follow-up to your mini-sode last week. Was that, fuck, was that last week when Tom Hanks <laughs> announced that he had corona? Yes, Desi, that was only a week ago. <laughs> okay, I mean, I know, I hate to be one of those people that are like, this week was a year. But I think really I tweeted was. this and I was like, we should have saved it for this week because this week really was a fucking year. Um, anyway, last week we uh, told you the story and obviously you know that Tom Hanks was... Um, tested positive for Corona. He's fine. There's no update there. But I did see this news story today and it's from a legitimate source because I actually double checked it because I was like, this is insane. Um, Trump was reportedly stopped from tweeting that Tom Hanks had died of coronavirus. He, they stopped him. Uh, he had misunderstood what it meant to be discharged from the hospital. What? Yes. So he almost tweeted to the world that Tom Hanks had died of coronavirus or some uh, tweet to that Can effect. Can you imagine if he had fired off that tweet? 
Honestly, and you know this about Trump, he's the type of person who wants to break the news to people. He was probably <laughs> so excited. He was like, like, I cannot wait to tell the world. This. Like, I've had that for lesser things, not like bad news, but I remember one time something stupid happened to someone I hated and another friend hated. I was like, please let me be the one to tell them. Like, so I have done it for like funny news, but I would never be like into it for a serious. So that's, that's wild. Yeah. Uh, just also the fact that he thought that being discharged from the hospital meant you literally died. <laughs> they actually had to like call the Australian government and authorities and reconfirm the news. Cause he had like a tweet prepped. I would love to read that tweet by the way. Sad. Cause it, you know, it was like <laughs> a great actor, a great, like he probably had some weird, I met him once at the golden globes <laughs> in 1998. Nice guy. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like it would, it would turn into a story about him Absolutely. in some way. Okay. Rachel, that is not the only celebrity corona news this week. They keep coming, Des. Because this week was a fucking... Celebrities are out there wilding about coronavirus. And I don't know what to tell you. Because these stories, I have a bunch of them. And they're all fucking insane. So I'm just going to get to some of them right now. Today, one broke. And this is about the actress Evangeline Lilly, who was on the show Lost. Did you watch that show? I watched the pilot. Uh, okay. Um, anyway, she is taking a, a stand against self-quarantining during the coronavirus pandemic. She was also in the movie Ant-Man and Wasp, but I guess the original Ant-Man. She's 40 years old now. Uh, she posted a photo of herself having morning tea on Instagram and said it was business as usual for her as she dropped her children off at their activities. Just dropped my kids off gymnastics camp. They all washed their hands before going in. They're playing and laughing. Business as usual, she hashtagged it. Uh, obviously her fans started commenting that they were concerned <laughs> that her kids were still going out to things like gymnastics, gymnastics class. Uh, Evangeline is also living with her father who has stage four leukemia. <gasps> so he's at risk. He's seriously at risk. Um, she claims that she's also immune compromised at the moment. Oh my God. So she has two young kids, this father who's living with her, but she said in her post that some people value their lives over freedom and some people value freedom over their lives. This is part of a genre of person that we've seen a lot during this crisis where they think that they can out tough yeah. a virus. Yeah. Where they're like, fuck you, I'm going to still live my life. It's like, no, this is like something like this is real that this is happening right now. Right. And if you're not doing it for yourself, do it for others. Now, she also went on to say that uh, she feels like there's a conspiracy behind the virus and that it seems very election year to her oh boy. that it's happening. Uh, so I don't know what's going on. She seems like she's going through a lot and I bet you taking care of a very sick parent is probably exhausting with two small kids. So hopefully she's just maybe exhausted and not thinking clearly. Well, it's nice that you're giving Evangeline Lilly the benefit <laughs> of the doubt. People were pretty mad. Look, I think she's absolutely 100% wrong in what she's doing. Yeah. I'm trying to like you're trying wrap to my head around it. what she might be going through because I feel like a lot of us are pressured. But then, you know what? Fuck her. She's a celebrity. So she has tons of money and probably a really nice house. <laughs> so forget everything nice I said about her. Now, another celeb who fucked up this week is Vanessa Hutchins. Love this story. So, uh, 
This is bonkers. It's so crazy. She went on Instagram Tuesday to uh, talk about, was it Instagram? Um, Talk about coronavirus. Um, She lamented the cancellation of Coachella. She's like, she's like at this point as famous for going to Coachella as she is a Disney star. Yeah. She's like the patron saint of Coachella. Like she's always fucking there in my opinion. Right. Like, yeah, that's pretty, uh, sorry. Fucking ad popped up on this story. The fuck. Hey guys, we're back. Okay, so she posts this video, and this is what she says verbatim. Um, yeah, till July sounds like a bunch of bullshit. I'm sorry, but like, it's a virus. I get it. Like, I respect it. But at the same time, I'm like, even if everybody gets it, like, yeah, people are going to die, which is terrible, but like, inevitable. <laughs> that sounded exactly like her in the video. Like, you did a really good impression Thank of that. Thank you. Uh, it's almost written to to act correctly. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, just the pauses and stuff. Like, you kind of almost have to say it like she said it, the right. way it's written. But, like, obviously people were upset by this because it's a pretty <laughs> fucked up thing to say. Like, First of all, she has, like, she posted this in her Instagram stories. She has, like, 30 million Instagram yeah. followers. Yeah, yeah. And she a lot has of a lot. young people... She has 38.4 million followers. That's a lot. Um, so she pretty much immediately faced backlash. I think like Ashley Tisdale dropped a video the same day that was just like a dance video or something. It was like a stay at home fun dance video. Yeah. So everyone of. was really making hay of that on Twitter. Like like that they were both in high school musical. Yeah. And I guess Sharpay was the character Ashley Tisdale played was the villain. And Vanessa Her- uh, Hudgens character was like, the, the ingenue or the star, the good girl. So it was sort of like this opposite thing. Now she's being the negative, whatever. Now, I think what actually got, <laughs> I think that at some point that was trending that day was something like she's 34 or, or I can't what? remember what her age was. Cause everyone's like, come on guys, she's young. And so like it, people, so many people had said her age, which I think is 34. No, it's not. 31. She's she's probably younger than me. No, she's 31 or 34. That's like what I haven't met. Maybe it's 31. But so many people said she's 31 that it actually started trending on Twitter. (laughs) Because people were making excuses for her. Right. She's definitely too old to be that. She's not a 16 year old trying to be cool and edgy. Do you know what I mean? She's like she's adult. a 31 year old woman. She's probably stoned and I think she smokes a lot of pot. So she was probably stoned and being all like, do you know what I mean? Like just whatever. Like I'm sure that we're dark too sometimes, but I don't fucking post it on Instagram. I keep that shit to myself. Like it was just bizarre. Like I didn't, I didn't get what the point was to it. Cause it wasn't like it was funny or anything. It wasn't like, and it wasn't yeah. obvious that she was trying to be sarcastic. Yeah. It no, it was like, well, according to her, then she goes back on Instagram stories after the controversy broke, and she said that her words were taken out of context. There was no... Co- There's no... Co- <laughs> that was a thing. I would love to know what, what she thought the context was. I feel like that's just what they say now. Like, people just say things are taken out of context. Like, she probably doesn't even know what that phrase means. <laughs> She's just like, that's what everyone says when they get busted. <laughs> like, right. Um, she said... I realize that some of my comments are being taken out of context. It's a crazy time. It's a crazy, crazy time. And I am at home and I am in lockdown. And I hope that's what you guys are doing too in full quarantine and staying safe and sane. I don't take this situation lightly by any means. Stay inside, y'all. 
I have to say, Desi, that the, these two videos are high camp. Yeah. I, it was wild. Like, it, I mean, it was like a day of Twitter talking about this it story. It was all right? day talking about Vanessa Hudgens. Because people just kept dunking on her. And then another story that kind of happened was Chrissy Teigen jumped in to defend Vanessa Hudgens. She did? Uh-huh. She jumped in uh, on Twitter to defend Vanessa Hudgens, um, saying that um, whatever, like people don't deserve all that hate coming at them, even if they fuck up and make a mistake, Um, which is definitely true. Like at some point it's like, are you guys really this fucking angry about this stupid fucking Vanessa? Like it was stupid for sure and possibly dangerous. But obviously anything like that just goes on too long sometimes, I think. So she kind of talked about the online, online like hatred and trolling and how things get out of hand. And that's a real person there that you're sending all these hateful messages to. And obviously Chrissy has been at the, you know, the, the end of that kind of campaign. Uh, and then people, of course, uh, started going after Chrissy oh, God. with like troll and like backlash for defending of Vanessa course. Hutchins. So it's just a never ending cycle. I don't know what she was thinking. She probably should know better at this point. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm the queen of starting a free trial offer and forgetting to cancel it, oftentimes being charged for months for something I'm not even using. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. With Rocket Money, I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. It's definitely saved me money and now I can use that money to waste on things I do want. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. That's rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. A lot of other celebrities were diagnosed this week with uh, coronavirus, uh, including Daniel Day Kim. Uh, He posted a video today. He's in New York shooting a show called New Amsterdam, which I haven't watched. He was also on the reboot of Hawaii Five-0, another show he was on. In the video, he talks about the senseless violence and prejudice against Asian people that are going on right now. He started his video off 
by saying, yes, I'm Asian and yes, I have coronavirus, but I did not get it from China. I got it in America in New York City. So I feel like his message was pretty good about saying it doesn't really matter at this point where it's come from. (laughs) What matters is that people are suffering and dying of this disease. And that's what the focus should be, which is definitely true. Um, Another person who was diagnosed this past week was Idris Elba. Yeah. He apparently got it from Justin Trudeau's wife. Did you hear that? I did. Yeah. So she was, she also tested positive for Corona and they had been together, I think on some kind of BBC show where they had seen each other. So it wasn't like some hot thing (laughs) where they got it from each other. Have you noticed, or did you see that tweet going around that was like, oh, it's weird how all these heads of state... The wives are being tested? No, the wives are all diagnosed, but we don't hear about their husbands who are these politicians who have it. It's very suspect. Because if Justin Trudeau's wife has corona, doesn't he have corona? I mean... It seems like he would definitely be at high risk, right? Like, yeah, and like the guy from Spain, that Spanish. Yeah, there was politician. a few presidents or like prime ministers who were who's, di- who's whose wives were diagnosed with it. No, it's Come weird. On. It's weird. Come on, guys. Um, a bunch more uh, politicians were diagnosed positive with for Corona. Um, in fact, the funniest story to me was that Ted Cruz was re-diagnosed. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Look. Look. <laughs> look. The Chad Cruz walks around pretending he's the Zodiac killer. He was quarantined for Corona. And then when he got out of Corona, he got re possibly That's infected. Why it's funny. It's funny because <laughs> I think I tweeted something about this where I was like, Corona like really wants to kill Ted Cruz. Like, did did Ted Cruz fuck Corona's wife? Like, what's going on? Like, it is after Ted. Ted Cruz needs to stop shaking hands. <laughs> Uh, with people, because that's insane. No, because now you're encouraging him to keep shaking his dick and posting. Ra- Rachel, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's having fun. He's jerking saying, off to that porn gif. We know that Ted Cruz jerks off a lot because he posts about it on Twitter. Yeah, well, he doesn't intentionally post about it. <laughs> he's not like us. Um, several other basketball players were diagnosed, including Kevin Durant, ex uh, Golden State Warrior, who now plays for the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, that I heard today that two Lakers yes. were diagnosed, and I don't know if they have said who it was yet. Um, they hadn't when I started doing this article. So yeah, like be safe, celebrities. People. They're just like us, <laughs> like, but they get tested and we don't. Right. That's the that's, real scandal. That's the here. real scandal here. Okay. My favorite celebrity Corona story this week, though, is oh, easily no. Oh, no. the Jared Leto. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> The Jared Leto story. Leto? Leto? Look, Rachel. Pito. Leto. Pito Leto. Tomato. (laughs) First of all, this Jared Leto story, incredible headline. The headline is Jared Leto just learned about the coronavirus pandemic after a 12-day desert meditation trip. This is the most him story I've like I always I honestly thought it was like an onion. I realized that that's a trope now too. But it's like, is that an onion story? Like, because it just seemed impossible. Uh, so basically, well, we're all panicking. He's fucking in the desert somewhere. Of course he is meditating. He, 
you know, basically is in self-isolation. So he's doing it for fun. We're all suffering <laughs> and we're doing it so we don't get like the, the virus. Um, he emerges um, after 12 days from this meditation resort or whatever he was doing. And he took to Instagram to express his feelings, much like every celebrity is doing these days. He wrote in his post, wow, <laughs> 12 days ago, I began a silent meditation in the desert, which he w- um, the post also had a red heart emoji in it. We were totally isolated, no phone, no communication, etc. We had no idea what was happening outside the facility. He continued... Um, on when his retreat ended, he said he walked out yesterday into a very different world, one that's been changed forever, mind blowing to say the least. I'm getting messages from friends and family all around the globe and catching up on what's going on, he continued in his post. Hope you and yours are okay. Sending positive energy to all. Stay inside, stay safe. God, just an amazing. God bless that. He's just incredible. Now, this story that I'm looking at from time magazine about this is, um, uh, apparently the cast of German Germany's version of big brother were isolated on set and also had not learned about the spread of COVID-19, uh, as well. I saw that. Yeah. Did you? Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Gotta love it. Now I mentioned, um, Idris Alba, uh, before that oh, he you, was diagnosed. Oh, you mean cats actor, Idris cats, Alba, cats actor, Idris Alba, that's what he's called. <laughs> Unbelievable <laughs> fucking shade, whoever did that. Uh, cats actress Judy Dench. <laughs> um, this is a story about cats. It's not about COVID-19. So this story broke this week. Obviously, it was sent to us on our Facebook group because everyone knows we love cats and we love buttholes. <laughs> Put those stories together. It's just a tailor-made story for us. Now... Cats was released in in the theaters back in December. It just came out this week on like streaming, I guess. Yeah. I was going to stream it, but then I have to buy it. They don't have a rental. And I was like, I'm not fucking <laughs> spending $20. Wanna... I what? do want to see Cats. It's $20? Yeah, because you have to fucking buy it. There's no rental. Like, it's not like a $3.99 rental. What the fuck? I, I need to get a screener from one of my fucking fancy friends. Um, they but... don't have screeners of Cats. Yes, they do, because my friend watched it. But it wasn't up for any awards. Well, that was because no one watched it on screen. <laughs> no one voted for it. No, my friend has a screener. She's like, I guess I'm going to watch Cats because I have nothing left. <laughs> and I was like, I'll fucking take it. Just fucking pure all that down. Send it my way. So apparently, and I don't even know if this is true, but I love it anyway. Apparently, according to this tweet that was like sent out um, this week. there By was who? Deadline? Was it Deadline? No. Wait, hold on a second. Where's the tweet? Okay. This was to a writer named Ben Meckler. He said, I desperately need a tell-all book about the making of cats. It could really help me get through this. He meant like through the vi- like through quarantine. Like I would love to read a fucking tell-all of this shitty piece of shit movie. Someone responded to him. This guy's name is Jack Waz. He said, a VFX producer friend of mine was hired in November to finish some of the 400 effect shots in the Cats movie. His entire job was to remove CGI buttholes that had been inserted a few months before, which means that somewhere out there, there exists a butthole cut of Cats. (laughs) (laughs) Now, this was tweeted on the internet 
So needless to say, people were losing their fucking minds just over the idea that there would be this butthole cut of cats. However, it does seem within the realm of possibility that this particular Cats movie would have the audacity to have buttholes in it. Well, because they were going for hyper-realism, like very I'm, realistic. I'm just saying. Was, and I could see them thinking it was hyper-realistic, and then when they're watching a four-foot high butthole on the screen on the big screen (laughs) it's a whole different thing that's a lot of butthole on the big screen right and you would never have that with any other person but i do feel like if you want to be hyper realistic you got to have the cat's butthole because if you if you're a cat owner you've seen your cat's butthole a lot yes They, they show it off it is and it's a popular like um novelty item i bought I bought buttholes. <laughs> <laughs> what? I have magnets that are cat butts. I have never seen this. Novel- and someone bought me coasters that no, were cat butthole that posts. That is Desi. Someone, everyone tell Rachel that that's a thing, cat buttholes. Like it's an Urban Outfitters, like whatever. No, I'm I have never you. heard of that. But <laughs> I have, my cat has flashed her little butthole in my face, up close in my face, uh, regularly. And why would you not want magnets of that? <laughs> so some of the funny comments from Twitter were, that also means that a conversation was had about putting the buttholes in and removing them. <laughs> this person is a person after my heart. I don't know who it is because it's not quote, it's not credited here, but I love that person because that's exactly where I go in these type of things. I'm like, I want to know everything they said about like, <laughs> sure, we got to put the buttholes in. And then I want to hear like, we've made a horrible mistake, you guys. <laughs> I just picture, I know this isn't how like F- FX works, but I like picture them like erasing it with a pencil eraser. <laughs> um, another person wrote, cat execs took a gamble removing the buttholes and the film tanked. Learn from your mistakes. Release the butthole cut. <laughs> Someone also said, I refuse to see this film until the buttholes are restored. <laughs> so <laughs> just an amazing, fun internet story. Like God... God, I would love to see this. I would love to see a fucking single frame. I think I would die of laughter. I can't even imagine how this movie could be better for me. Because yeah. <laughs> I desperately want to see it. I have I no too. shame about it. I fucking want to see this movie. And I want to see the buttholes. Um, okay. I have one more story. I told you there was a lot of fucking stories this week. <sighs> and I'm going to get into it here. Last night, really late... Gal Gadot, who plays Wonder Woman in the the big budget, you know, superhero movies, put together a really random selection of celebrities to sing in isolation a line or two from John Lennon's song, Imagine. Like, why pick Imagine? That was so corny to begin with. Because it's a cornball fucking cliche idea. Yeah. Now... Initially, I saw what it was, and I couldn't watch it, and I immediately tweeted, like, I hate this. <laughs> like, this has already ruined my life, and I haven't even watched it. But of course, I had to watch it, because it became the butthole, the cat's butthole, you know, thing to dunk on of the past 24 hours. Now, since I decided not to watch it last night, at this point, I have watched it about 10 times. Oh, my God, Ex- In excruciating detail, breaking it down in in like great detail like someone once someone tweeted to me like you should just focus on the celebrity's eyebrows what when you watch it and then i rewatched it only looking at the eyebrows why 
Because their eyebrows are really jumping around and expressive. And when I watched it, I was like, this is the creepiest thing I've ever seen in my life. Like you, I'm mad at you now that I've done this. Um, so what I would like to kind of do is rank the people I, they, like who I think did the worst, <laughs> who embarrassed themselves the least in it. Did you watch it? I did watch it. Okay. In my opinion, a lot of people are fine. They're middle of the road. I thought that Natalie Portman comes off the best because she didn't try at all. Uh, let me see it. Do you have the video? I have the video, but I don't feel like it would be that interesting to play it through. We don't have to play it through. I just... I don't know if I'm going to get to her part, though. All right. I, I just it. don't feel like... I don't know if I can do it. The only but she's one- basically like talking it out while she's just walking on a hike or something. Natalie Portman was pressured into doing it. In my opinion, she was like, I'll do it, but I'm just going to speak sing it. Right, and like, I'm only doing- to me the people who look really bad are the ones who tried. Like, How, what about Mark Ruffalo? I was f- almost fine with him because I love him, and he barely tried. Did you like th- think he was bad? No, I liked his because his was so ridiculous. Yeah, I thought his was his was fine. I liked him. He's like at the top of my list, and then there's just a lot of people. Where I'm like, okay, fine, Maya Rudolph, like whoever. I didn't know like at least four of okay, the people. Who do you think was the worst? Okay. The worst people, in my opinion, are the ones who really tried and they wanted us to know they were singers, even though we're like, oh, I've never, I never knew the guy from Fifty Shades of Grey could sing. I think his name is Jamie Dornan. Yeah. I fucking researched because I didn't know who they were. One of the guys is Jamie Dornan and he tries to sound good. There's another guy. No um, one knew who that other guy was. James Marsden. Oh, well, I know James Marsden. He also tried to sound good. Uh, In my opinion, the worst two people is Sia. I know she's a singer. It's not that she sounded bad, but she really went all out in an embarrassing fashion. (laughs) Her piece was also the longest. Like everyone else had like one line. Right. Hers was like... It was very long. If everyone else's was two seconds, Sia's was seven seconds. And she acted like she was literally singing one of her own hit songs in a bathroom mirror or something. It was very... She also had two cuts. Right. Like to me, I was like, calm down, Sia. Like... I think C is a very nice person. I met her once and we were pigging out at the buffet at this thing. I met her once too. She's a very sweet person. She's a very sweet person. So I don't really know what happened. Maybe she's just like doing it. You know what? The thing is this, somebody tweeted on Twitter today and they were like, the reality is all of us jaded assholes are on Twitter dunking on this video. But the reality is most normal people probably are like, oh, that's really cute. I saw that tweet. We're all just so fucking brain damaged over on Twitter. No, I was brain damaged before Twitter. I'm just saying, (laughs) no, I'm saying we're just damaged people who are on Twitter that much. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I would have hated this no matter when, for sure. We're cynical assholes. Now, to me, the worst person, and this is the guy you're talking about, who I spent 20 minutes researching to find out who he was. I tweeted this morning because I had to rewatch it again. And I was like, who the fuck is this guy? No one. He knew. looks like he looks like. For a second, I was like, "Is that Timothy Chalamet?" He looks like Timothy Chalamet's he, like more unattractive brother. He like, looks like a YouTuber. Well, he's a um, Australian singer who is dating Maddie Ziegler from Dance Moms. Do you from remember Sia's videos? Oh, right. She's in Sia's videos. Yeah. Okay, I forgot about that. That's probably how she got in. So she brought her loser boyfriend. <laughs> wants to be famous clearly but no one knows who he is right and he fucking he went off like he was auditioning for american idol but then he didn't get the gold ticket <laughs> like someone was like it's a no for me dog <laughs> 
do you remember how good American Idol was the first like six seasons? In fact, I remember very clearly saying to someone like within those six seasons, I will never stop watching this show. I will watch this show to the end of fucking time. I love this show. Oh my God. And honestly, when they changed the original lineup, I just fell off. I couldn't, I liked that original lineup. That original, the original iteration of American Idol was so fucking good. It's also a very classic reality show tale. Once people are in on what's happening, they get too many joke contestants. Like it was funny when it happened organically, but at some point people get the game and they get how they're going to get on TV. And like, I stopped liking it at that point. Because the funniest, because then it started being about like, okay, now we're just straight up casting idiots to have bad auditions on purpose. Yes. Instead Instead of having like, some really hopeful person from North Carolina, wherever, come in and they think they're the greatest fucking singer in the world when they're clearly not, but they're so delusional. They're like, I'm the next Whitney Houston. Right. Those were such amazing moments where you hear that and you'd be like, ooh, this girl's going to be good. (laughs) They would open their mouth and just be like so off key. And you're like, holy shit, like where does that confidence come from? Like, yeah. No, the early seasons of American Idol are amazing. And Simon was so... Simon was always correct, though. He was always fucking correct. That's why I related to him, because I was like, yes, I'm mean, but I'm accurate. <laughs> like, I agree. When Simon left, I just did not like the show it wasn't anymore. The same. And I didn't like when the judges were, like, famous, more famous, like, when they got, like, whatever, Jennifer Lopez and, like... Right. Like, because- other star... Like, stars. I liked the judges being like, who the hell is Randy... Like, I don't know who Randy Jackson is or like Simon. It's like we knew Paula Abdul, Abdul, but she was like a has-been by then. Like, so it was sort of like whatever. how amazing she was? Just like some of the like most wild things that she would say on that show. She'd be like, you're just great. Yeah. I actually, um, I don't, I don't think I've ever told this story, but I one time went to um, a screening of Dancing with the Stars because <laughs> my friend worked at ABC and she's like, do you want to go? And I was like, yes, of a course. A screening or a taping? I mean, a taping, a, a like taping. a live taping. Yeah. Oh I'm not a screening. God. And I was like, of course I want to go. This is like, this is the best type of show to go to live. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, of course I want to yeah. go. So I went there. We got there early and they had two seats in the front row oh and they're like, sit there. Oh my they're God. like, they're, they said, it's Paula Abdul. She, 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 I'm sorry. It's Paula Abdul's seats, but she's not showing up. And we're like, great. So we're in the front row. Um, the camera comes on when they're starting the show. Like the cameras are like moving around. One of them comes right on me. <laughs> Which episode is this? I, I'll have to figure it out. It comes right on me. I look super cute. And it's just staring on me. And I was like, holy shit, I am so cute. They think I'm like famous. <laughs> that was like literally in my mind. I was like, why is the camera right on me? And then once the camera goes away, I like turn to my friend or like turn to the person next to me. And it was Lance Bass. <laughs> I didn't even realize I was sitting next to Lance Bass. And that's why it was on me. I was like, holy shit, I'm fucking, I look cute as hell tonight. Then after like the first intermission or something, <laughs> The show is live, so there's like they have commercial breaks. The commercial break happens. Paula Abdul comes in drugged or like drunk out of her mind. 
point to get the seats and we had to move. And I was like, fuck you. So now I have like a beef with Paula. I'm told she like sauntered in and she was like barely like standing up. She's like, hey, I'm like waving <laughs> to people. And I was like so irritated. So I had to move. And I was like, so that's what I was like in the celebrity section. Amazing. So other ex-contestants were like in the section or something. Uh, anyway, I, I don't even know how I got on that story. Fucking, oh, Paula Abdul. I fucking love Paula Abdul. Yeah, it was crazy. Just it was as great. a personality, I love her. She's just like not bad. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. She seems really sweet and like she's like a mess, but like I would love in to a hang good out way. With her. Uh, yeah. So that's all the stories I have, which was a lot of stories, I guess. He, it really was a long week. <laughs> it was a long week. And that's just like basically celebrity Corona stuff. I didn't even there. I mean, I think like I did try to find like Durst stuff, but it's like all the trials are shut down. There's like right. really nothing happening outside There's- of that stuff online. Movie, podcast, book recommendations, TV? Yeah. I mean, I don't really have... I started watching The Plot Against America, which is uh, the Philip Roth adaptation on HBO. It's good. Okay. So I just watched episode one. I think it just aired the other day. I have a question about that. Okay. Is that like about if we had like... uh, If we lost World War II or something? What is the the plot of that? (sighs) I think it's basically um, Charles Lindbergh becomes president. Okay. And he's kind of a Nazi sympathizer. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I saw it was like, oh, shit, this is like, this is going to be a Nazi show. Well, it's focused on a Jewish family uh, in America. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's only the first episode, so I don't know. I didn't read the book, so I don't know where it goes. But I do know that that's sort of the plot device. So it's like a parallel universe. Yeah, it's kind of a parallel universe type deal of like what would have happened. And I think it's loosely based on his family, although obviously this didn't happen. Because the youngest character, I think, is based on him, uh, the Philip, Philip Roth. But it's good. I mean, it's like kind of old school um, type deal. Like it looks like a movie. Do yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like it has that quality of a nice, of a good movie. It's HBO. Yeah. It's not TV. It's HBO. <laughs> Obviously, we've been watching a lot of movies this week. Yeah. And a lot of TV. Westworld. I talked about Westworld coming back last week. Oh, right. So the season three premiere happened on Sunday on HBO. I love that show. I'm really into it. So I was pretty excited about that. I really liked the first episode of this new season. Okay. It's, it's in a diff, taking a different direction. I read, um, obviously, every time I watch Westworld, I read like 800 recaps afterwards just to refresh, like, okay, oh, that's what that was or whatever. <laughs> and I read specifically that the writers took to heart that season two was a little confusing for a lot of people okay. so that they are going to make things... Uh, a little more clear oh, in good. this season, apparently. I thought it was a very strong open. Okay, I'll watch season it. three. I thought it was good. Uh, yeah, I liked it. Aaron Paul is in this season, and I love him. Okay, so it was great. The other thing I watched, obviously, we've just been on like a pandemic movie kick and like a zombie movie kick. That's sort of like the vibe of like the nation right now in terms of like what's trending on Netflix. Yeah. I saw there was like a documentary called pandemic. Did you see that on Netflix? I didn't, but, uh, we watched, uh, train to Busan, which is a great film. It's a Korean film. It came out a few years ago and it's a horror movie. It's a zombie movie. It's, it's great movie. I highly recommend it. Um, 
I'm not like a huge zombie movie person, but this one, this is a great one. Okay. This is a really good one. So I highly, re- and it's a very critically acclaimed horror movie. Like I, I recommend it. Uh, I, gosh, we watched, uh, we watched the, uh, the lost girls. Okay. Movie, which is on Netflix, Netflix as well. And that is, it's, it's based on the Long Island serial killer. It's like about the story of, of that case. Yeah. But it's from the perspective of the moms and the family members of the, these women who went missing, who were all sex workers and about how like the police just did not fucking care. Right. Or like do a good enough job to prevent this from happening or even like identifying, like finding these missing women. It's it's like true crime, but it's not like a thriller. It's really more of a drama, right. and it's very sad. And it's a true story, and it's like a very sad true story. Um, if you're in in into that, uh, shit, man. I don't know all my usual reality bullshits. What do you got, Des? Um, I honestly can't think off the top of my head what I've watched, but one thing I did watch, and it's new on Netflix, is Goodfellas. Uh, I so, love Goodfellas. <laughs> it's such a good movie, and the great thing about that movie is I can just watch it wherever it is. And that, do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, and at so any I, point in the movie. Yeah, I know. I just know the movie back and forth. I've seen it a bunch of times. And last night I was watching the opening scenes, and I it's just like it was funny to me how much that uh, you think I'm funny or you're a funny guy scene. Yeah, really fucking holds up with Joe Pesci because it's such a like cliche at this point like people just have run it into the ground so to see it again after not seeing it for a really long time I was like that's a really funny scene and it's like fucking scary like very tense that because it it turns on a dime at some point it goes back and forth a lot like because he at first you think you're tense then everyone's like laughing but then another guy comes and then he's like no this guy's a psycho (laughs) like do you know what I mean? So that was a really good scene. And kind of like on the same topic of that, I finally saw, I finally watched another show that I, another movie that was on Netflix that I had not seen. And that is There Will Be Blood. Did you, you see that movie? Uh, I saw like parts of it when it came out. Um, The reason I watched it, I actually like tweeted, I was like, should I watch There Will Be Blood? Because <laughs> I was like kind of like looking for something to watch. Yeah. I've been staying up later for some reason. Yeah. Uh, I, I like that, that you've been up later. Yeah. Now I can like <laughs> talk to you later. So I have been staying up later and I think I tweeted out, should I watch this? And our friend James was like, you haven't seen that? He's like, you're, he's like, you have to watch it because you're going to be in love with this guy. <laughs> James knows I love sociopaths. And this one is a doozy. First of all, Daniel Day-Lewis is like one of the best actors of all time. I honestly could watch him in anything. I love him. I thought this movie was very good. And what I mentioned before about seeing sort of an iconic scene that you never saw before, I literally only knew this movie because that I will drink your milkshake was like a meme. Right. And... I, uh, before, like, that was all I knew about that movie. And I was like, what the fuck is that scene about? Oh, don't tell me, because now I want to watch. I'm not going to tell you what it's about, but I'm going to say it is a terrifying scene that the meme did not, not at all let (laughs) in on. (laughs) And it's like, to see how different it is in context was just completely wild to me. Like, 
I, it's just completely different than what you would have an impression of based on the meme. Don't the we meme have, makes it seem stupid as hell. Like, don't we have that down for movie versus reality also? We definitely could. And I'll tell you another interesting thing about this movie. Um, the movie, part of the movie is filmed in a, his mansion, like the like the second half of the movie or the later half of the movie. That is the mansion where the, that's the Greystone mansion. Right. So this this movie is filmed in that mansion in the in the study where the murder took place. Right. So that's just another like little interesting tidbit for people who like that Hollywood history. I do recommend the movie. It's like one of those movies when I watched it, I was like, did I like that movie? Would like would I recommend it? And then I think about it a lot since then. But I do like Paul Thomas Anderson movies a lot, and they are always movies that make me think way after I watch them. Right. So I am a fan of his movies, and I do like it. So I guess it's a thumbs up for me. (laughs) (laughs) A friend recommended some books and I'm probably going to get those soon, but yeah. No new, I need new podcasts, guys. Me too. I really need new podcasts to listen to. Like I need more. One thing I'm really looking for is a really good history podcast. Don't recommend to me that Dan Carlin one. Because she knows about it already. I know that one. And I want something more like along the lines of our type of show, but with history, <laughs> if that makes sense. Like a more casual vibe. Like his stuff is great for very in-depth, but sometimes right. I just want to hear like a one-off in one episode that's not like 18 hours long. Yeah. So yeah, if you, if you have any good ones, send them to me on Twitter, I guess, or Facebook or email us. I, we watched another movie another like plague movie literally about the bubonic plague uh starring sean bean oh aka ned star i fucking love him he's so hot dude he is so hot he made me like that hobbit movie whatever lord of the rings (laughs) don't at me I saw all three of those movies. I fucking hated each one of them. Don't ask. It's not me. my type of movie. It's just not for but me. he's hot. Yeah, he is in hot. that movie. And then when I saw him in Game of Thrones, I was like, that fucking hot Hobbit guy. I don't know what he was. <laughs> don't at me. Is he an orc? I have no fucking idea. Was he an elf? I don't know. I don't know. Don't. At, but when I saw him, I was like, ooh, it's that hot guy from Hobbit. So, <laughs> from Hobbit. <laughs> I know, like some nerds' heads exploding right now, and I love it. So. We watched this movie. It came out in 2010, so it was like before. I think Lord. I think Game of Thrones started in 2010. Yeah. Anyway, it came out in 2010. Uh, Eddie Redmayne is also co-stars alongside with him. It's called Black Death. It's available to rent on iTunes, and there's like a couple other places you can rent it on. I think YouTube also you can rent it on. Anyway, like I said, really into pandemic movies lately, so we watched this Black Death movie. It's it was pretty good. Okay. It was pretty good. It kind of has like a Wicker Man vibe to it. I almost watched that last night. The original Wicker Man. It's on Netflix right I now. I know. That's why. This movie kind of has a Wicker has Wicker Man vibes okay. in it. I'm going to try to watch that this week. Um, I just, I was late last night. I was like, I'm not in the mood for that it to was, fall asleep to. <laughs> like, you know what? Oh, Wicker Man? Yeah, because I was like, this. I'm going to have to pay attention to this. Like, I can just put Goodfellas on if have I fall asleep. Who cares? the Wicker Man remake with Nicolas Cage? No, I want to watch Desi, both of them. You have but to should s- I watch the original first? Yes, watch okay. the original first, and then, because the original is like a classic. Yeah. Then you have to watch the Nicolas Cage version, because it is fucking bonkers. It is okay. insane. That sounds good. And amazing. Okay. I love Nicolas Cage. He's like one of my favorite actors. Yeah. Just like his movies are, did I tell you about that movie Knowing I watched with him? 
I can't remember. It's so weird. Oh, I think you did tell me about it. Um, yeah. Okay. What'd you eat? Rachel, what didn't I eat? (laughs) (laughs) I have been eating a lot of food. I'm trying to start my food blog. I'm still, I just have not gotten a chance to, I've been taking pictures and doing recipes. It's just a matter of loading it. I just, this week has just been fucking insane adjusting to things. So I've been cooking a lot of food. I would say my greatest invention this week was uh, on St. Patrick's Day, I made the traditional meal that I usually make. And then I made these uh, mashed potatoes. I had a bunch left over. The next day, I added some flour and egg and cheddar cheese to the mashed potatoes and put them in my waffle iron. And they were fucking good. Like, they were very good. And so I put them... I put some sour cream on top and some chives. <laughs> it looked so good. Debbie. It looked really good. It was like, I was like very proud. So I was like, I like invented this. I'm sure like a million people have done it, but I was like, this is my own little recipe. It was, it looked really good. Yeah. And it came out pretty. Uh, so I, I did have the St. Patrick's day meal that I made. Um, I've been making a ton of food for the blog, just like cooking a ton. I made bread. I made olive rosemary bread. I made like apple walnut muffins. I just made a ton of food for the blog, but I haven't gotten around to posting it yet because I've just been busy. Yeah. But yeah. So someone tweeted something where they're like, what's your little petty like complaint about being quarantined or like everything that's happening. And obviously it's a very serious thing that's happening, but I would say one of my complaints is that like, I love going out to eat. Right. And it's really sad to me to think of all these places that I want to support. And some of them like bone cattle, yeah, they couldn't even get, keep their, um, to go thing going. So they've just had to completely shut down. Uh, I mean, a lot of people are suffering, but the restaurant business is just going to be completely devastated by this if they weren't able to stay open for delivery. And who knows if that will change soon as well. Well, and obviously restaurant workers, people. Right. The whole, when I say the industry, I just mean everything top and down, right. You know, from the distributors, the dishwashers, everything like, right. So it's sad to think about all these places that I love going to that make me happy uh, and make other people happy. Yeah. Um, so yeah. One thing I saw, which was a news story this week, uh, came out that one of our favorite LA restaurants, Matza. Oh yeah. They are helping out restaurant and grocery store workers at their Melrose location. They are offering 300 meals a day, first come, first serve to people who are struggling financially who work in the restaurant industry and the food industry. Um, and they show, come in, you show your proof of, uh, identification or your whatever proof that you're employed or have been employed, uh-huh. whatever, uh, at a restaurant and they will give you food. Yeah. So go, go to Matza's Instagram cause they have more information about that there. But I thought that was cool that yeah. they were doing that. Yeah. I mean, I miss going out, to eat too. That's really like, I don't go out to like, you know, clubs or whatever, obviously, no. but like, I, I think both you and I, like our thing is going out to eat. Yeah. We that, love doing that. That's like the thing I like to get dressed up for and like leave my house yeah, for. and get excited for. Like yeah. if we know we're going to a restaurant, we look at the menu weeks in advance. <laughs> like we right? love it. Like it's a thing. Well, and like, you know, me and Brendan's four year anniversary is coming up like next week, not even next week, like a few days or something. So like, 
we decided we're going to cook a meal together at home from the cookbook that he bought me for Christmas a couple of years ago, which is uh, Cooking for Jeffrey by Ina Garten. Ooh. So we're going to pick like a whole meal to make from That'll that cookbook and, and cook together. Yeah. And then my birthday is like at the beginning of April. So we'll probably do something similar. Oh, yeah. Because usually we go out to eat when we celebrate. Like that's I what know. we do. Last year we went to uh, Republique. Oh my right? god, that meal was so good. So we'll go later. Yeah, we'll just when go later. Again. Belated uh, birthday dinner. Um, anyway, yeah. So what did I eat? The weird thing I've noticed, at least in this household, is I've been eating a lot of foods I wouldn't normally eat. Maybe it's I'm like I can't tell if I'm craving a lot of foods I don't normally crave, or if I'm like just picking what's available right now in the grocery stores and kind of like. Plain chopped, you know, like yeah. in my kitchen. No, like, I'm kind of having, I don't want to say fun with that, but I am kind of like, that was sort of the thing I was focusing with my blog, doing with my blog is like thinking like, what are recipes that people need right now with the ingredients they have, like pantry right. kind of recipes. Yeah. So I kind of focused in on some of those. So I was like, here's for people can eat like with canned right. beans and pasta and like whatever. Well, a lot of the meat is sold out in the grocery stores. Yeah. So you know what I... I made a fucking Serrano ham sandwich. Ooh, yum. It was good. Yeah. The other thing I made was fucking egg foo young. Really? (laughs) (laughs) First of all, I got to use my wok. Ooh, yum. Which that was fun. Egg foo young is such an underrated dish. It's a Chinese American dish. It's, It's basically eggs and like veggies. It's like a... Chinese American frittata almost, yeah. you know, yeah. and you cook it in a wok. And what did I put in mine? It was eggs and fresh garlic and fresh ginger and cabbage and carrots. Really simple recipe, yeah. but really good. You get your proteins, you get your veggies, and it was like super satisfying, and so easy to make. I did make a really good carbonara this week too. I saw that. I was jealous. That was fucking good as hell. And that's <laughs> a, that's another pretty ingre- easy ingredient. Yeah, like you might have those ingredients. Yeah, it's just bacon, eggs. It's basically salt yeah. and pepper and pasta and pasta. Yeah, I think there's that's no pretty cream much, in carbonara, no, guys. It's all egg. It's all egg. And there's parmesan in it. Parmesan, uh, right. yeah. But that's it. Uh, yeah. Any final thoughts, Desi? No, just. Just kind of want to get figured out the new normal. Yeah. That's my final thought. And we love our listeners and you guys are amazing. And thank you. Like we can't thank you guys enough. We're so lucky that we get to continue to do this. We're very fortunate and we would not be able to do this if it weren't for our listeners and all of the support you guys have given us over the last two and a half years. Yeah. And we're going to continue putting stuff out. Yes. So you don't have to worry about that at least. Yes. (laughs) You, You will have content. Yeah, so hopefully maybe we'll even be able to do a few more things. Yeah. If we're uh sitting around more. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, look for new things. People have suge- given us suggestions of what they wanted to see, so maybe we can figure out something. Yeah. Uh to do. We'll figure out something nice to extra nice to do for our listeners yeah. during this time. We'll come up with something. We'll come up with something yeah. and we'll let you guys know. We're a little tired right now. We can't figure it out now. No, we but, can't be brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not like normal. All right, guys. Bye. Bye.